Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our Patreons at patreon.com slash TMS, except it's pronounced patron, like <laughs> Bob Decker, Ken, and Carlos Chucos. Coming up on TMS, Philip Thomas Michael Hall. Put that in your chicken and melt it. Delivering salt to your face. Does the carpet match the horn? Burrito body. I can't believe it's not cheese. Naked ass saltine. The Hobbit, very smooth and convincing. I don't like excessive pee. Doxing Joey Buttafuoco. Not quite pepperoni on not quite pizza. As older aging white men go. Cool dude is two for one. Hydrant baby, just drip some water under the tree for me. Literary time of the month with Amy. And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I don't agree that we should just sit back, swallow some acid and say, well, man, pollution's going to kill us anyway. So what kind of preparation is LSD for what you're going to have to do to straighten it out? Do you want to know what's in the McRib? The Morning Stream. What do you say? We get nipple to nipple. And it's another time for us to sit here and talk to each other on the morning stream. It's Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson, and that's Brian Abbott. Hi, Brian. Oh, oh, hello. Oh, hello, Scott. Five days oh. in. That is one. F- oh, into, uh, sure, into fifth? the air, yeah. I don't know what who's it your, is. Yeah. Who's your Santa today, by the way? Did you, have you already Oh, I haven't revealed it yet, but you know what? I'll debut it right here on the show. Let's just do it. Uh, cool. I did a, I haven't posted it publicly yet, but I did a um, kind of a weird one. Let's see uh, if I can find the damn thing. Okay, here we go. Uh, all art. Okay, here we go. All right, Chad, I'll put it up so you can see it, and I'll put it in here so Brian can see it. Basically, I was cool. just like, hey, let's do something a little different today. Okay, and, uh, So what I did, as I delay for time, there we go. Uh, <laughs> still, oh, <laughs> made, oh, that's awesome! I, I made love a it. Santa yeah. uh, fire hydrant, and uh, it's basically right. just a green hat wearing red fire hydrant with gloves and a taped on beard uh, to celebrate the holidays. Yeah, it was a lot Excellent. of fun to draw. So, just yeah. mixing it up a little bit. Today's Santa of twenty-five. Uh, check out frogpants.com/slash/santa for uh, all of them. <laughs> Although this one's not up yet, but it will be by the time the show goes up. So, watch for that. Nice, nice. Um, Anyway, we got a lot of we got a lot going on. It's a Tuesday. We got things. It's all piled up. Yeah. Neat yeah. little piles, though. Easy to sort of suss through and dig through and figure out what we want to talk about. Like we've, this, we've organized yeah, them into, into piles. Exactly. Right. Yes. That's what we do here. We keep organized 
uh, so that you don't have to. Uh, a quick warning to Stephanie in our chat. I don't know if she's in there. Stephanie Pets. Oh, no. She might be. I don't know. But, Are we about uh, to talk about an app? It's not an app, but it is a video game. And I know she feels, you know, she's not as opposed to video uh, game games as she is, uh, say, phone games. However, I don't think she likes us talking about games at all. But I don't know if you were on the planet Earth yesterday or not. But uh, the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer landed early because somebody leaked yeah. it internally. And oh, they were really? Like, is that is that what, what prompted them to say, oh, screw it. Let's just let's just do it now. It was supposed to be today. And they had they had given us a countdown for a couple of weeks now or something for it uh-huh. being today. But then somebody leaked a really crappy looking uh, low res <laughs> version of it on uh, Twitter or something. And they said, fine, freaking F it. We're going to put it up. So they put it up and said, our trailer got leaked. Here, watch our 4K version. And uh, anyway, it looks insane. It looks It does look crazy. really good. Crazy. Yeah. Like I know I know they've made advancements with their engine. Uh, I thought Red Dead 2 was a really great showcase of where they were headed. This just mm-hmm. is a, it's an, it's incredible. It looks insane and it also looks like it's very much in the what we expect from a GTA game. First time with a female protagonist, or at least one of them. Mm-hmm. It looks like right. they're a Is couple. that Michelle... Um, Rodriguez? Oh, what's her name from Rodriguez? Yeah, is that her doing the voice? Because it sure... It sounded like her at first, and I haven't gone back to like look and see if it was uh, if it was her. That's a great question. I don't know. I didn't look either. But the mocap looks like her. Like, the, the character design looks mm-hmm. like her. And I'm all about... So you're going to be able to... They haven't said whether you'll jump back and forth between them, or if you'll choose one. At the beginning of the game, oh, and play that character all the way through. Kind correct. Of yeah. Like the last game, five, you had three protagonists, and you jump between them. Uh, right. You didn't choose one and then stick with one. So in this case, I think, I think it's going to be similar. You're going to play some as him, some as her, and then some together because you're a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to play her real bad though. Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde, basically modern Bonnie and Clyde in a sea of Florida man. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> there is so much Florida man in that trailer, right? Like, yeah, the lady with the hammers and uh, yeah, dude washing, uh, watering his lawn in a in a uh, thong. Yeah, <laughs> yep, freaking Gator walking into a Seven Eleven or whatever. Yeah, like, all that stuff looks great. But what I'm most excited about is it's set in Vice City, which was uh, a game, you know, the Vice City game, which came out after three was a throwback it was it was set in the 80s in a miami-like city called vice city and it was my favorite setting for the series ever like since then even to this day i prefer Uh prefer vice city this is that but you know in a modern engine it's something like four times bigger than the than the last game I can't freaking wait. And then you and find out current, current times, judging by the social media posts you see in the, uh, Oh yeah. Uh, in the Big trailer. Time. Yeah, yeah. There was some, some hope. I had a little bit of hope they'd put it back in the eighties, but it's fine. Sure. It's fine that they did this. Uh, and it just looks so detailed. There's so much stuff on screen, so much happening in that engine now that is almost photorealistic to the point of like insanity. I can't wait to play it. But I gotta That's wait. Cool. I have to wait until twenty twenty five, like you do. Everyone else, yeah. Have it's to wait it's too. exactly. It's not even next year. <laughs> it's the year after. Yeah. Is uh, have they? Uh, did San Andreas have? I know San Andreas was uh, your your California Southern California deal. But was um, was there a part of that that was Vegas? Like you could go mm-hmm. to a Vegas clone. There I'm was. I'm not misremembering it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there totally was, and it was called. Oh, 
They have fake names yeah. for all these cities. They uh, did. I'm trying to remember what it was. Yeah. It's all a big parody. All the brands in the right. game are always fake. It's half the fun of the thing, but I can't remember what right. they called Liberty Vegas. Liberty City. And, yeah. Yeah. My, my favorite. Uh, I, I like Liberty City. It's fun. It's basically New York. Yeah. I like San Andreas, which is basically LA or Southern California and Southern California and Bakersfield and some of that. Yeah. Um, but Vice City, dude. And they're going to have like <laughs> little islands off the coast of this place. Uh, it's not called Florida. It's called, uh, uh, I forgot the name. They have a fake name for Florida. So it's like instead of Florida, oh, man. Las Venturas. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Las Venturas. Oh, is that what Vegas was called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like when they do that crap. So, I do too. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like uh it's like DC's that's Metropolis. It's Gotham City. It's not Chicago, it's Gotham City. Exactly. Uh, yeah. The thing about San Andreas and then five, which is set there again, mm-hmm. um it's a parody, it's an like a amplification of everything from Hollywood down to you know, st- street gang stuff yeah. and everything in between. Yeah. It's it's always been this like sharp uh, social commentary on American culture and kind of in very ridiculous ways. The problem with setting it in Florida is there's already enough real life weirdness happening in Florida that how does the game go, uh, you know, go over that? Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. You don't need to amplify it. Uh, if anything, you know, for, to make it believable, you have to scale it down. <laughs> yeah. Even the lady in the Moomoo with the two hammers in her hand in the trailer, yeah. that's yeah. based on an actual social media video of some Florida lady with oh, two hammers. Oh, is it really? Hand. Okay. I was wondering if that, the way they the showcased her, I thought, oh, I wonder if she's from a previous game and I never never saw her. No, uh, she's like so an she's actual person. That social media deal. Yeah. Looks very different than the real lady. They don't want these lawsuits or anything. But, sure, uh, sure. When you hold, when you're double wielding two hammers and standing there looking at someone's <laughs> camera, you you know, you're pretty recognizable, I think. Yeah. Is there is there a guy in a bandana who's telling you to hide your kids, hide your wife? No, but they should, I hope. There's a guy with a major yeah. gold grill in his face. Uh, that oh, looks, yeah. He looks awesome. Um, they got a Lamborghini-looking, Countach-looking thing like uh, like uh, uh, Miami Vice guys used to drive. Uh, and if I remember right, Vice City had, um, not Don Johnson, the other guy, it was oh, uh, Philip Michael Thomas Bingo. Hall. <laughs> Philip Michael Thomas? Yeah. No. This is a Philip. Was it? Am I thinking the right? I'm thinking the Philip the, Michael. Michael Philip. It was a three name guy, right? It was a three name guy, right? Tub, Tubbs was a three name guy. There was Crockett and Tubbs. Tubbs yeah, was uh, right. Tubbs was Tubbs was Philip Michael. Jaden Louise <laughs> Franken. <laughs> That's it. Burger. Yeah. That's the guy related to uh, to, to our to own, our own uh, Bobby Bobby Frankenberg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> Tom Norm had me for a second. Ah, oh, it's Philip Thomas Michael Hall. No, oh, that ain't it. Do anyway, we, seriously, do we have to look this up? What are you what chat are you room? You're so for? slow today. Come what on, are you you're even supposed doing? to be you're supposed to be uh, on top of this. Uh, let's see who played Tubbs in Miami Vice. Philip Michael Thomas. Philip Michael Thomas. Okay, all right. I had. I think I had a lot of the right words, just maybe in the wrong order. Yeah, he was. Uh, he played Ricardo Tubbs, and he uh, was in the game. He he actually played a Tubbs-like character in the original Vice City. So I don't know if we're going to get those kinds of references, like 
you know some famous voices from the from the from the from that era or from Miami related things. I don't know, but I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Yeah. 2025, bring it. And for those complaining that it's taking too long and that 2025 is too far off after an announcement, uh, I would r- remind you that 2011 is when they announced GTA 4, 4 and it didn't come out till the end of 2013. So put that in your chicken and <laughs> melt it. Right. Uh, what else? Oh, Brian. Yes, ba- sir. Good news. Uh, b- bad news? This might be good news or bad news. I don't know what this is. Yeah, but from, craft- from the headline, I don't feel like it's good news. Yeah, I feel it, like it's not news that, uh, that 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 I care about. It's probably not news that's going to affect you, right? But I know we have some vegans in the crowd that are probably thrilled about this. I don't know. We do. But Kraft's yeah. new mac and cheese is ditching the cheese. They're going <laughs> vegan. <laughs> so it's mac. Okay. Yeah. All right. What I, are they? What are they replacing the cheese with? Vegan Just, cheese. Uh, I mean, it's already orange dust. Yeah. I mean, is it? Yeah, it's barely cheese. Like it's cheese. barely cheese as it is, I guess. But yeah. Um, v- yeah. vegan cheese, which I've had, is quite good. We made some here, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember how she made it. I don't kind of don't want to know how she made it, to be honest. But whatever Kim did to make it, it was good. And I'm I'm I would personally be fine with this. But for the first time ever, the household staple is going plant based with a new version of the boxed favorite that contains dairy free alternatives to its signature cheese. It's called Kraft Not Mac and Cheese, and will soon roll out in grocery stores. <laughs> In two flavors, original and white. Oh wait cheddar. a minute! I'm taking issue with the name because it is Mac. It's just not cheese, so it should be Kraft Mac and not cheese. Yeah, Mac and not cheese. The, they put the not in the wrong place because maybe, it, maybe unless they're, they're replacing the Mac with something else. Uh, 3D printing the Mac with. Uh, <laughs> oh great! It's gonna PLA. be yeah. It's gonna be, uh, <laughs> FDM printed Mac. Yeah, who it's, knows? it's not far from where it is. Uh, <laughs> where it is right now. It says here the uh, Kraft partnered with Notco. Oh, that's why it's got knot in there. It's part of that branding. Okay, okay. Still is the knot still in the wrong place? I agree. This should be somewhere else. A company that makes plant-based foods. Uh, let's see. Do they? Doesn't look like it. They've got the um, unless unless Yahoo Finance just doesn't have it. So maybe it's Kraft uh, Nut Mac and Cheese. They have cauliflower. Oh, that's interesting. So they do have, uh, like, cauliflower-made Mac. Yeah. That's cool. That'd be all right. That'd totally be all right. These people, these see... not-go people, they make uh, they make plant-based uh, Philadelphia cream cheese. Mm. I don't know how that... I'll bet that tastes weird. I'll bet you. I'll bet, yeah. I mean, look, I'm all for the, you know... Let's have some I'm alternatives. I'm glad that the but... of the world can, can, you know, can choose not to eat animals and and uh products uh, animal products and uh, and do get to enjoy this stuff and it just ain't gonna be me the uh i don't never realize they changed the box like the craft mac and cheese box looks so different than what i remember from the last time i had craft mac and cheese let me take a look here the whole circular drippy smiley face logo is uh oh that's all new yeah i yeah. don't i don't recognize this at all Oh wow! No. Okay, when did this change? When we were kids, it was like you knew what you were looking at, right? And yeah. it never it was, changed. Uh, so I don't know it when was this exactly. Happened. Thin blue box. Uh, I can't even describe what the logo is. It just, it just had the craft logo, mac and cheese, and just yeah, you know, photo of uh, mac and cheese. And that was it. it. I don't know if it always yeah. said dinner on there, but I still say that's a bit of a stretch. Oh, it absolutely did. 
Yeah, craft dinner. That's a bit of a stretch, uh, don't you think? It's a real stretch, I think. It's not dinner. It's a part of dinner. Listen, it's been in there for as long as the bare naked ladies have sung about it in If I Had a Million Dollars. That's true. The Canadians always call it craft dinner, don't they? They don't even (laughs) call it mac and cheese. We wouldn't have to eat craft dinner, but we would eat craft dinner. That's right. Yeah, I just don't know if I look at a tub of that stuff that I'm supposed to microwave and eat. If that's all you're eating yeah. for dinner, what are you? What yeah, it's a it's a, a sad dinner. It's like is Kim out of, <laughs> is Kim out of town at your or at your house as well? Kim's not there to make a, a real meal. Wait, exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to find the old logo. Uh, I know. I can't. Uh, I guess it was Jimmy close. says it's always been called dinner, craft huh. dinner. Always, eh? Oh, yeah. kind of an older one. I don't yeah, know. Trend car has it. It's dinner if you had like four packs. Agreed. <laughs> At least two for me. I'd need one of those boxes is uh, is not enough for me. It needs to be two at least. Is that closer to the original I just put in Discord? Oh, that's exactly it. Right there. Yes. Okay. It was just the, right, the one that, uh, the exact same design, just in the smaller, thinner, non-family size box, unless that is the the actual size of the box that they consider to be family size. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. Mm. Oh, yeah, that one. It's hard to say how much is in it. 14.5. Yeah, 14.5 ounces. Is that a lot? Is that a lot of mac and cheese? I See, the problem is it's uncooked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. I can't. I got no basis for comparison for how <laughs> how much 14 ounces of uncooked pasta is. Yeah. I like mac and cheese. Don't get me wrong, but I got to yeah. have something else with it. I can't just have it. Do you, on have, its own. you have noodles and company in? Uh, oh yeah, Utah. A bunch of yeah. those. Yeah, yeah. That's that's about the best thing to get is their Wisconsin mac and cheese or the new Buffalo new. They call it new. Introduced like eight years ago or something, but their Buffalo mac and cheese is really good. Oh, that sounds all right. I like grilled buffalo grilled chicken, buffalo sauce. Um, boom. You like the zoo zucchini noodles or the zoodles? The or zoodles or whatever they call them. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I sure. like those too. Except sometimes there's like, I don't know, a little uh, waiting pool of water. Oh, there's at the absolutely every single time you get it, there is a, a quarter inch of water at the bottom of your bowl. Yeah, never really quite comfortable yeah. with that. I don't like that. Also, I'll, I'll strain it quite a bit. Like as soon as I get it, I'll tip it and get rid of the extra liquid because that's gross. I don't want sitting water in there. I know it's just from the. I know it's moisture accumulated from zucchini. A thing that's good mm-hmm. for you, I get it, mm-hmm. but I don't need. I don't want three feet of that at the bottom of my deal, <laughs> or three inches, not feet. Three inches of water, yeah, no, please. Oh, uh, oh, Jeannie's husband likes broccoli in it. Yeah, broccoli and uh, in mac and cheese is good. Yeah, almost good. anything is, but on its own, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, what am I eight? Right, mac and cheese needs something. It's a side dish at best. Yeah, at and uh, at worst, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> No, at worst, it's like a desperate attempt to stay alive, you know? Right, exactly. At, at, at best, it's a way to keep your child uh, fed while you go play more StarCraft too. That's right. That's what it is. That's right. That sounds familiar. That's about the where we were in the 90s. Pretty much. Um, I remember once I cut up, so I got a big bowl of this stuff. This is, I was a kid, and I cut up mm-hmm. uh, a Slim Jim into little in little circular <laughs> things, little pucks, and then I put, filled uh-huh. it full of that, stirred it all in, and had myself a Slim Jim mac and cheese. Oh. And I have to say, it wasn't the worst thing I ever ate. Yeah. Yeah. It added a little no, bit. No, you know, of, I mean, you know. It, it, it tracks with your, uh, <laughs> with your more recent creations by, you know, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Even My then, uh, stepdad you know. used to take a, a hot dog, 
a couple hot dogs, slice them, and put them on top of a frozen tombstone pizza, and then bake it. And uh, oh, weird. Yeah. Was what like did that just ba- of, uh, bake a bunch of pork flavor through the whole thing? Yeah, or? it's just basically like you know, it's like having not quite pepperoni on your not quite pizza. Wow. <laughs> I'm fascinated yeah. by that one. Yeah. How would that be? Because it would be. I would. I'd eat that. I think I'd try that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they get. Uh, they get. Uh, you know, they cook up. They they firm up uh, like. Um, like thick pepperoni, but they just don't taste like pepperoni. They taste like they taste like a baked hot dog. <laughs> yeah, they taste like exactly what they are. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I would try that though. Maybe I will. I've got sure. a cheese pizza out there, the frozen one. I oh, do you really? There yeah. you go. Is it is it Tombstone or is it the Dijon? Uh, it's one of those kind of things. I don't know if it's one yeah. of those brands, but Red it's that Baron kind of perhaps. Oh, I used to love Red Baron. I did too. Yeah, Red Baron had the best crust. Can you still get that in the uh, the French bread, the Stouffer's French bread pizza? Ooh, those, were, yeah. those were the bomb.com. Yeah. Those were good. I used to, my mom used to make homemade French bread pizzas and they were so good. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. See? Yeah. See? I highly recommend well, you that. Could, that would be an easy thing for you, Scott. Yeah. French bread, cut it in half, marinara sauce, toppings, cheese, bake in the oven, boom. Like, done. Done deal. Done. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I ha- this morning I had a handful of blueberries. It's fine. Okay, right. that's good. That's a good start. Uh, a piece of uh, low-carb, sugar-free bread, uh, toasted okay. with uh, butter right. and a little bit of uh, Kim's homemade blackberry jam on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else? Oh, and a saltine cracker, which I still have. <laughs> the one you took a photo with earlier. Yeah, see yeah. that guy right there? He's just chilling. In so my... wait, wait, really? It was, but, you, you, but you're still holding the cracker. Well, I ate one. It's a whole bag. <laughs> it's a whole sleeve okay. of these things. How do you have your cracker and eat it, too? I don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Uh, Does anyone else out there like a saltine the way I do? Because it sounds like the most boring. It is the most boring cracker on the planet. It is the most boring. It really is. But yeah, I love the, them. Bare, bare bones. I got to have chili. I got to have something with it. Clam chowder. Tomato soup there at the corner. Tomato soup would be good. Yeah. yeah. But, but a saltine on its own. I got to be can in the you, right uh, mood. I can be you eat right six mood. of them like all at once right now? No. Put six of them. <laughs> I've, t- I've done that challenge Come before. On, right now, live on this show, six. I've done six that. Saltines. I did that challenge one time and it failed miserably. I, I couldn't do it. I don't know how. I guess <laughs> no. I guess the idea is that nobody can do it, right? It's uh, what yeah. is it? Six of them at the same time and you can't. I eat think them all? so. Yeah, I think is the uh, the deal. Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing that on it. It'd be great if I choked on a bunch of saltines on the air and that's the end of my uh, podcasting career. Good night, everybody. Oh wow. Uh, a lot of saltine fans in the uh, uh, in the, the the chat. TV's Travis says boring, sure, but I can do saltines just fine. Tally says she could destroy a pack of saltines. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ka- uh, Katrina Carousel. Katie says a saltine with butter is the best snack. It is good. Hmm. Never tried butter, never on tried butter on a saltine. Peanut butter on a saltine. I feel like any like if you just take a saltine, add anything to it. Slice of cheese, peanut butter, Nutella. Um, I haven't tried butter, but that sounds like a like a way That's to good. go. Yeah. But but a raw like a raw, a, a boring ass naked saltine. Nah, thanks. Give me something. Well, here's it's, another here's another uh, easy um, Scott recipe. It's just a for method saltine. of delivering salt to your face. No, you're right. That's true. I think that's when I'm in the mood for them. I'm a little you know craving the salt. I'll even like yeah. scrape the top. You know the the brownish bubbled up parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'll just scrape slightly... all those off and then kind of take it <laughs> apart. I'm like a little kid with a saltine. I love it. 
Oh, funny. But anyway, uh, here's your recipe idea for the day. You take okay. a tray and you lower, it can even be microwave. Time for matter. timer. Yeah. You take <laughs> a bunch of saltines, you lay them all out in a nice grid, you uh-huh. put butter on each one, just a little, yeah. not a lot, and then yeah. a little bit of cheese on each one, and then a single little jalapeno on, on top of each one. Oh, sure. And then you bake those for however long, and then yeah. those are amazing. Eat those. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. See, you've already, you've already made the saltine that much better yep. any of those things even on its own just a slice of jalapeno on a saltine far mm-hmm. better than for me salt the uh, saltine on its own yeah no you're that's, uh, a, that's a fair point but i used to crush them up into tina, everything as a kid so that's just the way it was in my life tina's family grew up with the whole string not string cheese uh spray cheese like the the cannon mm. cheese with the little nozzle on the top mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so on road trips that's her her super guilty pleasure like ritz crackers or saltines and spray cheese what's that called it had a name uh, easy cheese? Easy cheese. Yeah, easy cheese. That's yeah. the one. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, regular cheese is way too difficult. We need easy cheese. I think it's half correct. It's easy. I'm not so yes. sure it's cheese. Right. Oh, yeah. Cheese Whiz. Right. Cheese Whiz is the other. That's the, that's, oh, the, yeah. that's the brand that she'd get for road trips is Cheese Whiz. Yeah. Easy Cheese and Cheese Whiz. We used to love that stuff. And uh, I'm trying to think. It was almost always Ritz crackers, though. My mom had a thing with that combo. That's yeah. how we had yeah. to do it. See, no. Here's the thing, like a, the, a saltine, a naked ass saltine does not sound good to me, but a, but a naked ass Ritz cracker, well, for whatever reason, it's a little bit more buttery, I think, yeah, and I'm all good. over it. Yeah. A club cracker, give it to me, but a saltine, maybe it's just because I felt like saltines were, were um, uh, the last resort food. Like basically it was like, you know, in college, well, I could go to the commissary and get something i could walk down to the grocery store and get something i do have saltines though all right i'll do a saltine Mm. like growing growing or at least in college it was like the quicker than ramen i need sustenance right now (laughs) what do i have and it was cheap yeah it's basically the same filler too right you're not really getting much out of it exactly nutritionally uh, yeah you give me a but you give me a naked Ritz, you give me a naked uh, club cracker, any of those I think are uh, are great. You know what I like? I like a little piece of kimchi on this. Just a little. See, that's good too. Mm. Another another mm. improvement. Really, yeah. like anything you put on there, it's, it supports both the sweet and the savory. Yeah, it's basically a piece of bread. It's it's basically a delivery system for whatever you want to put on there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It, is, uh, it, is, it is the FedEx of food. It's basically like... The box, but inside the box is something fun. <laughs> but sometimes you just eat the box. And that's Sometimes me. you just eat the box. Sometimes, oh, jeez. Did I say that out loud? Moving on. <laughs> that was yeah, that one. That one ended up as a show title no, right there. It'll be fine. Uh, quick text. We got to read, and then we'll get to our news today. This is from okay. Trude Dude. T R E U D. Almost like Trude. Trudeau. Or, or if you're pronouncing it like the uh, psychiatrist, uh, Troyd, Troyd dude. Oh, Troyd dude. That could be. If you spell like Freud, Freud dude, Troy yeah. dude. Freud, yeah. it doesn't work as well. I, the, you need to change your name, this guy. But anyway, he wrote in, yeah. just a quick text. I got this out of, <laughs> out of nowhere. Here is what he said, and I will just do it in a, in a, in a no-nothing tone, all right? Because sure, I don't want sure. to assume intent. That's how it's, it's a lot of periods, so this is the right. This, you're, you're, you're delivering in the right way. All right, he says, we get it. Brian slobbers over Marvel and Scott gets his jollies off with Mad Max. We get it. <laughs> that's the whole, that's the entirety that's of the, the whole message. Text. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Troy, true dude or whatever your name is. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know what to make of that other than I, I assume what he means is he he doesn't he's he's tired of Brian's Marvel love and he's sick of my Mad Max Fury Road love. I guess I don't so. Know. Whatever. All right, fine. Is that what's going on? Because uh, I boy, yeah. I don't feel like. And let me know. Maybe I do, and I just don't realize it. Do I talk about Marvel stuff as much as you talk about Mad Max? I certainly don't do it in the glowing. Uh, I don't think you do it in the obsessive way. I do it. But yeah. you, your fandom. I, mean, I think your fandom's well known. Me. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> your entire background is full of Marvel memorabilia. But exactly, I don't think you are. It's not like you're weird about it. You just, yeah, you know what you yeah. like, and if it's something yeah. like this related, nothing, you know what, like what you like. I wonder what this guy. I feel bad that is there something, uh, Troy dude that you drool over that you like that you uh, enjoy. I'll bet you money he's really into a some football team of some sort that's fine do it there we go, go for it. yes it'll right. be sports right. some sports related thing or he's really into bitcoin <laughs> or nfts or some shit like that and that's oh fine. gosh wow oh man all right well if he hadn't stopped listening before now we <laughs> called him a but <laughs> nft bro <laughs> crypto bro oh that cracked me up i'm watching gen v finally and um oh good yeah i got to this part where the girls at a at a formal thing hobnobbing with a bunch of uh, people mm-hmm. to try to move up the list, and she I don't yeah. want to give anything away here, but there are people giving her her cards like to be her manager. Yes, yeah. and one of them just holds up the phone, and says scan scan this QR code to get an NFT version of my oh of my yes business card. right. <laughs> and my eyes rolled so hard, I'm pretty sure I had to turn everything off and reset my eyes before I could keep watching it because I'd annoy yeah, me so much. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah. Um, which was yeah. the point. They were trying to annoy me. Um, of course. That show's really good. Uh, I will say this. Gen V and the boys are way into disgusting uses of the male penis. <laughs> For sure. There is exactly. Like, they start, before they even write the story... For the uh, for that season, they they sit there and say, "All right, uh, how many ways can we use the uh, male penis? Yeah, how many ways can we can we uh, use superhero abilities, superpowers, and penises? Yeah, and penises together. And can I, can we just copy and paste the word penis throughout our script whenever we need it? Just <laughs> command V because they're going to need it five more times this episode. Yes. Like they're really into exactly. it for some reason. Um, but I will say." So I'm, I'm only three in, three episodes in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There's no way you hire Cl- Clancy Brown for just one episode. There's no way, right? You, he's coming. He's he's around still. I don't want you even tell me this, but it annoyed me. I'm not going to tell you. Why would I do that? Because he's not- Clancy Brown, and I was like, "What? You don't come in here for just one? There's something. You, we're gonna. There's some reveal later, right? It's right. superheroes. Force Ghost. Some- Force Ghost. Clancy Brown. Or uh, yeah. sure. I guess I might have actually spoiled. <laughs> oh, by saying ghost. Good but, point. Uh, no, he's alive and well, everybody. Mr. Krabs forever. Yeah, lives through everything. He's the, he's the Kurgan. Right. Uh, uh, Andy Dufresne did his taxes. Everything's good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. It's been out for more than two weeks. I feel like I feel like the uh, the spoiler season is over on that one. It's also not. Even if it is, it's not. It's nothing like you go, oh, I can't believe yeah. it. It's not like that. This is like a very yeah. early story point that sets up everything else. So Right, exactly. Yeah, Wraith86 points out Invincible. He's great in that. It's great you get Walton Goggins. Like there there's here's your here's your hardest working people right now, it feels like. Okay. Um John Hamm, Clancy Brown, Walton Goggins. I get, I, I think that's a good I like that list a lot. 
Yeah. yeah. As, as older aging actor white men go, these dudes are killing it. <laughs> That's <laughs> so true. Like I'm, uh, I'm two, three episodes into uh, Good Omens, uh, uh, season two. I haven't started uh, Fargo yet, but uh, already um, John Hamm's butt. Okay, that'd be the fourth one. So you've got <laughs> Walton Goggins, Clancy Brown, John Hamm, and then John Hamm's John Hamm's butt. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's uh, apparently so. Yeah, in Fargo, he shows his butt. Uh, yeah, I haven't and, seen uh, season Good two. Omens, Good Omens, season but... two, he uh, shows his butt. Nice. Uh, He's still Gabriel, right? He is, is still character? Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, of course, he would be. Duh. Yeah. I love. Nope, that. He's playing an all new character. Yeah, a brand new character. The audience won't notice. Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> Colonel Colonel Potter's back is a different character. Everybody. I mean, if you know, look, if I looked like John Hamm, I would I would be naked in as many things as as uh, Hollywood would allow. I'll take that as a positive review of his butt because I've oh, yeah. seen his. No, it's a it's a fine butt. I look forward to seeing it. Oh my yeah. gosh! Well, you Fargo. saw it in uh, Fargo, didn't you? Have you not watched? Uh, I haven't seen the new still season. Still bundling them up. They're still, still okay. piling up. Carter suddenly appeared at my side. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, of course. We mentioned Good Omens two season two, and Carter had to talk to me about it because she loves it. All right, go ahead. Yeah. John Ham. Yeah. 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 Oh, really? Different actors, you mean? Same actors, new characters? Really? That's interesting. Okay. So she informs me, and Brian, you're probably noticing this, that yeah. people, uh, f- actors from the first season are back playing totally different people. Is that true in Good Omens? That sounds I've noticed. I'm only in episode two, but I have noticed um, a couple of them. New new positions as opposed to new people. Oh, interesting. Is what I'm... Or, or am I, unless I haven't gotten to what she's describing. Well, but, I'm. Uh, it sounds like you're on the right path, but I need to watch that. I love yeah. that first season. What am I waiting for? Jeez. Mm-hmm. And Carter watched the whole second season with smoothing on because she didn't know how to turn oh, it off no, on that TV. Really? Oh, so she watched the Good Omens season two soap opera. Is it what looked she so bad, dude. It was like sixty frames, freaking. Uh, I did not <laughs> All right, just, maybe she says she didn't. Unwrap the, unwrap the Samsung TV from Best Buy, fire it up, and not adjust any settings. Let's, oh, uh, I hate yeah. it, dude, so much. Oh, why that's all on, why it's on by default, I'll never understand. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to make things look better when, the, when it's in the store, and I don't understand how that, uh, how that's the case. It doesn't right? work for it's, me. If, if a movie was meant well, to be cinematic, 24 frame film exactly. then show it that yeah. way like i get it if you're showing like aerial footage of dubai yeah and you want that to be maximum frame rate you know 120 uh-huh. frames per uh-huh. second dubai yeah. from the sky 4k 8k whatever that makes sense to me but make it easier to turn it off like literally it should be exactly. the first option i turn the tv on and it goes it, right exactly it should be hey do you want smoothing on uh we can't do anything about the hobbit but we can turn it off for everything else oh the freaking hobbit man <laughs> Actually, what happens if you can you run that without seeing it in that way? I wonder because I hate uh, it. I don't think so. Rate. I think because I think the, the 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 master is smoothing, so I don't think you can. I don't think you can turn it off. Interesting. If that's the case, yeah. that's uh, I know they made they made multiple versions, so maybe I just have to always. Oh, get maybe the, they okay. Maybe they made a version. Maybe you can on the Blu-ray or something. You can choose what version, but I bet you on streaming, I bet you don't get a choice. Yeah, and I don't like that. That's that's yeah. effed, I say. That's what I say. 
All yeah. right. Well, thanks for the text. And even though it's weird, and yeah. uh, I don't think we're as obsessed as you say we are, especially Brian. I think maybe I might be, but Brian's—he's yeah. not that. I mean, my background Marvel. would choose to argue. You could name any, you could name any superhero, any Marvel character, and I could have a, uh, a representation of them in my hands within sixty seconds. Probably, yeah. Let me let me try one. Can I try one? All right. Yep. yep. Uh, we'll we're staying Marvel because I think Marvel's your. Yeah. Your well, game. yeah. No, it has to be Marvel. Yes. So let's go with. Uh, go uh, go deep. Go deep. Oh, geez. Go deep. Feel free to, to go deep. Fu Fang Fum or whatever his name is the dragon. Fing Fang Fum. Yeah. Fing All right. Fang so give Fum. me sixty. Put sixty seconds on the clock. Sixty seconds. Ready. Go. All right, Brian's going. Uh, we, we see him moving backward toward his uh, pinball machine that is also Marvel-related. Uh, we are we also are having a nice gander at the uh, Infinity Gauntlet he has behind him there, only to be surpassed by Captain America's shield, which I don't know where that ended up since he moved it. Uh, you can kind of see... Let's see. What else do we see back there? We see Iron Man in a position, some, some sort of pose. Uh, where are we on the clock? I don't know. He said start a clock. I didn't really do it. I just sort of pretend like I did, so I don't really know how much time has passed. Here he comes. We see a shadow. He's coming up. He's, it's, it's our time. It's almost ready. All right, how much How much time do I have left? Uh, let's say 10 seconds. Uh, I had to guess. Oh, my gosh. You do have a thing. Or fam <laughs> what is it? Fing, what is it? Fin Fan Foom. Fin Fang Foom. Fang Foom. Right he, there. He was referenced in that thing we just saw. Yes. What if? Oh, what if? That's right. It was a Tony... Yep. Oh, and then I heard it again in, um, I've been playing Midnight Suns and, uh, oh yeah, somebody right. made a, somebody made a joke at the, at the mansion about it in that game. That game's great. I swear to God, I just <laughs> bring him over. Cause this is a lead figuring and this thing is, this thing is maybe, Ooh, lead three quarters of a pound. I could, I could figure out how heavy this thing is. This thing is really heavy. It's made out of lead. Don't put it in your mouth, Brian. Yeah. But um, I, I just broke off a little bit of his horn. Oh, no. Yeah, look at that. Like, see his uh, little horns up oh, there? Oh, those horns are dainty. Yeah. They're dainty horns. So, yeah, just, but that's uh, all right. I have it. It was worth the I'll bit. I'll glue it on. <laughs> I'll glue it on. I'll glue on Fin Fang Foom. It was worth the bit, everybody. Um, all right. Well, that's fantastic. Let's uh, let's now jump into. Uh, oh, and if you want to be like the guy who sent that text, by the way, eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. It's time for the news. Oh, look! It's the news, and it's brought to you by. Hey, do you want a funny TikTok person to follow? Do you like World of Warcraft and gaming in general? Well, then follow Shojo underscore A I E on TikTok. Do it today. I agree. She's yeah, she's great. Her stuff is some of the best stuff. I get, I smile every time I see it. Absolutely. And she just happens to be a really old friend of the show and of the network and of ours personally. <laughs> it's a not time friend of the show. Yeah, we are not. We are not biased in this regard. I think her channel stands on its own, even if I didn't know her. So go check it out. That's uh, Shojo underscore A I E S H O J O. Uh, all right, let's get to this first story. Red Lobster in the news. When's the last time you were at a Red Lobster? I just, uh, just want to find that little piece of horn before the cat eats it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't want the cat that eating a Red chunk of horn. I don't think the cat will eat it. Problem is, it's the same color as the shag carpeting in my office, so I think I might just have to, I think I might just have to break off the other horn to the right length and then call it good. Wait, what color is the? Was it green? You have green shag in there? No, it's green. It's uh, the his body's green, but his uh, horns are, are oh uh, beige. 
beige. Gotcha. Yeah, I have right. beige shag carpeting. That makes sense. And um, wood paneling. No, I'm not a axe murderer. <laughs> Just kidding. No, and you get no, that, no wood paneling. What's that cork ceiling called? I used to have a ton of it. Oh, that I do have. The um, yeah, this uh, sectional drop ceiling. Drop stuff. ceiling. Yeah. yeah. I always liked that because I could do weird wiring and stuff in there. Yes. You just pop it up. You can have, uh, like, move the things around, drill a little hole really easily, drop something through. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Super easy. And it's a great place to hide your weed. (laughs) This is true. Uh, Anyway, Red Lobster in the news. I haven't been there in ages. Brian, when's the last time you went to it? It's been a long time for me. Um, Easily... Easily over, easily pre-pandemic. So oh my! Wow. I would say four years since I've been to a Red Lobster. Oh, I act all. And really, that. just went for we just went for the Cheddar Bay biscuits. Oh my gosh, those are so good. Yeah, I think that's roughly the last time I went. It was probably 2018 or something. Yeah. Uh, well, Red Lobster's endless shrimp deal cost the company millions. Oh no! Really? <laughs> yeah. The CFO says, "Quote: It didn't work." Unquote. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh no let's feel bad for a corporate entity that screwed up their promo the yeah. ultimate endless shrimp deal reeled into too many hungry customers uh in too many uh sorry not into in two like their, too many get their get their get their pun right uh, Come it's on. a pretty it's, good uh, they pun. worked hard on this pun they reeled in too many hungry customers at Red Lobster. And now the company is turning the tide after reporting millions in operating losses. In June, the seafood restaurant chain turned uh, its historic limited-time shellfish special into a permanent menu fixture for diners to enjoy. Uh, the special offered diners the option to choose two types of shrimp dishes, unlimited, for just 20 bucks, with a side of Red Lobster's famous Cheddar Bay Biscuits. The thing mm. Brian went for it, and that I also like. That's liked. it. That's all you go It's kind of all I want. I don't, everything else sounds bad. Especially in landlocked Utah, there's no way a chain like that has good seafood. But yeah, I wonder if you can go there for lunch and just get like a bowl of clam chowder, and if they still give you the Cheddar Bay biscuits, if you oh. get something like if you do lunch, because no, no. still that feels like that's probably a 2,000 calorie meal. Right probably, there. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how many biscuits you down, I guess. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, by the way, a good chowder and saltines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, again. Why do you think oyster crackers are just basically little little saltine hexagons? Yeah. I think it's probably where they came from or something, right? It probably, feels like the same material yeah. or the same. Yeah, like, it was probably cheaper for uh, for premium to make. Uh, is premium the company? Who's the company yeah. that makes the saltines? Yeah, premium, premium right? Here it is. Yeah. That's the Cheaper brand. for them to create little little uh, saltine discs yeah. <laughs> and put them in a bag. <laughs> now, that's a logo and a layout I feel like never changed. I'm sure yeah, it has. Yeah, for sure. I'm they sure changed th- the font. Like, they've made a fatter font, but yeah. it used to be like a, a Helvetic... Uh, <laughs> semi-bold yeah. and now it's like I think that's a Tatillion extra bold and it's got that cute little R thing going. yeah the R the R curve makes it a non-standard Swiss but it's um yeah oh my gosh you can tell we went to this class the same freaking class <laughs> I loved I loved font class man I did too class. typology one and two are two of my favorite things I did in college but um this yeah. this bowl of hot soup I think is probably a newer photo but for the most part this box would come yeah. out when I was a kid and I had an upset stomach my mom would pull a box of these oh, out for sure had, I just that and Seven Up, man. That yeah. was the cure for everything. It was, but it's funny. I still like I still like saltines, but I don't really like Seven Up or Sprite because I think of being oh, really? sick when I drink it. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. What about ginger ale? Uh, I, um, so? I'm better with ginger ale because that was never an option for whatever reason. My mom, that's just something she didn't have around. Gotcha. So ginger ale now to me is just like a nice, refreshing thing. 
And other people are like, oh, that reminds me when I had the flu. I don't want any ginger ale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, here's yeah. the problem. The, uh, the 20 bucks wasn't enough. While the move certainly accomplished <laughs> getting more hungry customers into restaurants, 4% over the over year over year. So they had a 4% increase of traffic. The company posted an operating loss of over $11 million in its third quarter. Uh, last month, the Thai Union Group, they own Red Lobster, mm-hmm. which is a little weird. Mm-hmm. Because they they own a ton of Thai restaurant chains, and then Red Lobster. Do they Thai Thai Union Group? I'm yeah. assuming, or is it just a group that's from Thailand? Well, it could be that. That's a good point. I just assume if you're going to be, yeah, that's a good point. That's a stereotype because I love Thai global. food. Global. All right, want to know some weird brands the Thai Union Group owns? Give it. This Give is it. a surprise to me. Chicken of the Sea. Oh, all right. That's uh, a that's a that's a tuna. Let's see. Uh, Red Lobster, a lot of businesses outside of the U.S. So Chicken of the Sea and Red Lobster, the two U.S. things. In Thailand, they have a bunch, obviously. King Oscar in Norway. Um, Indonesia, Malaysia, and Singapore, they've got IM IM brand, but it's all seafood stuff. IM? Not IM's like the dog food. Yeah, no, A-Y-A-M. Not I-A-M-S. But a lot of French stuff, too. Parmentier and Petit Navire, Navire. Yeah. Um, and then in Germany, Rugenfisch. <laughs> I want some Rugenfisch. Yeah. Put big, give me a big old steaming plate of Rugenfisch. Mm, some delicious Rugenfisch. Well, yeah. I guess they screwed up and uh, they won't be doing that again. <laughs> yeah. I, I think anytime you promise all you can eat, you're running the risk of. Mr. Creosote, basically, like a like a bunch of Mr. Creosotes from Monty Python coming in and cleaning you out. Mm-hmm. It just so happens I'm going to All You Can Eat Sushi tomorrow night, this Ooh. place that I really like, a conveyor belt place yeah. uh, called Sushi Rama. Really good, really good sushi anyway. And I go there and I spend tons of money. Yeah. But um, they're doing an All You Can Eat Sushi thing tomorrow night. Tristan and I are going to go and we're going to. We're going to make them rue the day they came up with All You Can Eat Sushi. What's the, how much does this cost? Do you know? 50 bucks. It's not bad. No, I can I can put away more than fifty bucks worth of sushi. And they do all the, the weird uh, ones you like. You like all the authentic uh, stuff, right? I it's do. Not just yeah, I like and- uh, I like octopus. I like um, uh, freshwater eel. I like. Uh, <laughs> See, you're gonna make them regret it because that's all the expensive stuff. I love it. Oh yeah, exactly. So what they do is they on their conveyor belt they've got different color plates depending on like how much they are, right? Your your California roll comes out on an orange plate. Right. Your uh your you know, yellow tail comes out on a blue plate. And so it's like we're gonna be focusing on the blue plates. But the um uh, they color code it like World of Warcraft or Diablo or something where the gear is better yeah. depending on the color or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But the reason is so that they can just – you just basically go and you don't order anything because it's all conveyor belt. And then at the end of your meal, they just count the number of plates in front of you and say, oh, you had six orange plates. That's $8. You had um, five blue plates. That's $17 or whatever. Yeah, but if it's all you can eat. 50 bucks and done. Oh, I, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah exactly. I want to go taking, I want to go to this place. Is there one I'm here? I'm taking the I'm taking the plates as they come. And uh but they do the thing that that all the all you can eat sushi places do that um that gets you is you have to eat the rice. Mm. Like you have to mm. you can't just say eating the sashimi, screw the nigiri. <laughs> mm. They they yeah. make you 
Because that's the cheap yep. ingredients there, and that fills you up. It is, and it's the filling. It's the filler ingredients, exactly. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. We have a... There's Hubs a new... Dog, you, oh, go oh, ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, Hobbs Dog says uh, they don't think they you guys have uh, conveyor belt sushi places in SLC. I thought we had... Downtown, there's one called... Uh, eh, I don't remember the name. There's a real fancy one downtown that I swear has that option, at least. It's also got other seating and other styles, mm-hmm. but pretty sure they have a rotating deal. I don't know. I thought the one we went to in uh, oh no that didn't when you were when you were here for the Warcraft movie in 2016 that sushi place didn't yeah, have a didn't have didn't have uh, a belt no uh-uh. no that's right um, Subame rotating sushi that looks downtown? like they might yes it is a rotating conveyor belt sushi place um, in Salt Lake City nice oh they have one in. Uh, one in Ogden too. Conveyor belt sushi in Ogden with bullet train delivery also. So they've got like the, you know, you order something specific and they deliver it by a little miniature bullet train. Oh no but, way! Um, That's great. But this place, oh, this place has exactly the same like the sushi rama thing, right? Where you've got the, the different color plates coming coming by on a. Um, yeah, here you go. Take a look at this. Uh, let's All see right. if this I'm photo down. comes. If this goes right to the photo I'm looking at. Oh yeah, there we go. Uh, uh, no, but it's, I can find it. Let's see. Uh, it's called Subame. T S U B A M E. Let's see. Oh, look at this. It place. should be one of the first photos you get. Yeah, it's reviewed well. Uh, yeah. There's the play. There's the rotating hoo ha. There's the sushi and like a refrigerated uh, conveyor belt, so sushi doesn't go bad as it as it wanders around the restaurant it's covered up so some nobody's gonna breathe on it and make it bad it's reviewed well yeah uh it looks like it's uh they mostly do uh well they do from 11 30 to 9 every night and 10 on the weekends all right i might try this out yeah you need to think you need to go check it out report back scott kim loves sushi so do i yeah uh well red lobster good luck to you on that Good luck with that. We hope everything goes well. We're going to take a break. (laughs) When we come back from the break, we're going to hang out with Amy. Yes, that's right. It's it's literally Amy's time of the month. (laughs) Uh, We got got a couple of follow-ups for her. She's got a couple of uh, books to talk about. Uh, Very exciting stuff. So get ready to get your reading glasses on, everybody. Amy will be back after this song Brian chooses. Brian, what are you choosing today? Yeah, we're going to New York City. New York City for this one. Uh, big thanks to Dark Secret Media for uh, letting me know about this. Uh, Panic Flower, spelled with a K. Panic Flower with a K. Um, brand new EP, their debut EP, as a matter of fact, called Dark Blue. This is the title track from that. It's a little bit dream pop with kind of grunge influences, if you can if you can believe the combination there. Mm. Uh, anyway, I dig it. Here is Dark Blue by Panic Flower. I'm trapped in my mind Cause what I thought I knew now Can't be defined A flash of what could be in space and time Cause what is love when you can
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Why is it every Christmas I get drug out of my warm bed just to see some stupid old relatives? I will eliminate this Christmas spirit before another day is passed. You can't even handle that muscle-bound female Shira. Didn't know Skeletor is such a sexist guy either. <laughs> anyway, who was that again so we can give him full credit? Sure, that's uh, Panic Flower, and the song is called Dark Blue. It's the name of their new EP, and it's the title track. Fantastic. Yeah. Love it. All right, Red Fraggle 3 on her way yeah. into the call now. Uh, get ready, be ready. I got to give her some kudos myself. Mm-hmm. Um because uh, she recommended a thing that Tina had on our list, um, not a book, but the but a, a TV show based on a, on uh, her recommended book, um, Lessons in Chemistry, which we binged and loved. The whole thing was fantastic. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, no need to read that book now. Good morning. <laughs> Whoops, that's not it. Where's her? Where's Unless her I'd thing? like more. Yeah, 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 more is good. One of the things that I enjoy also is reading. Okay. Hey, look who it is. <clears throat> it's Amy joining us. Amy Robinson, all the way from the American South. What's going on with you? How are you? Good morning, friends. How are you? Good. We're it's been good. too long. I feel like we haven't talked to you in a month. Let's go. I we have know. It. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's my literary time of the month. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's right. I just finished two yep. more. Uh, since we last spoke, I finished two more smaller, small-ish horror novels. I think maybe it's out of my system now. But uh, oh, good. you're slowing down. You're not reading three in a week anymore. Well, I'm about to dive into. So my goal was I had two that I really wanted to get to, and I did that, and I loved them. This last one called Brother was so good. Um, absolutely loved it. This woman who wrote it is from um, originally from Poland, and she has the most unique writing style. I just absolutely loved it. But anyway, my goal now is moving on to that uh, dungeon crawler Carl thing. Oh yeah, I downloaded that myself onto my uh, iPad to read. So yeah, so next up, I cannot wait for you guys to dig into those books. They're so good. I can't wait. Heard nothing but amazing things. Even after you spoke to us about it, people were following up like crazy with it. Said it was yeah. awesome. Anyway, I don't today know if you heard my. Oh, uh, I don't know if you heard my my stuff at the beginning as you were getting into the thing, but uh, lessons in chemistry, great recommendal from you. I uh, did, I did yeah. hear, and yes, I will say, um, you don't. I mean, 
the story is pretty much the same. Obviously, the book is going to have a little bit more detail. But I will say that um, Harriet, the the neighbor, completely mm-hmm. different in the book. Oh, There's, really? Interesting. Yeah, I loved, I loved her character in the in the show. So I I also did, and I I I'm glad that the show made the change that they did because there's none of like sort of the civil rights situation in, in the book, like, you know, Harriet's oh, really? basically, okay. yeah, she's, I mean, her race is not specified in the book. Um, okay. So I kind of just assume like, she's kind of an older white lady who dislikes her husband a lot. And um, so <laughs> okay. there you go. Um, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and there's like, like you say, there's some differences and there's, um, there's a good bit of of more detail in the book, but and I loved I loved what they did with uh, Rain Wilson's character. Like he's <laughs> yes, he's really like trajectory for him of like playing these horrible, <laughs> horrible yeah, characters. All these horrible people. And I'm sure he's yeah. I'm sure he himself is a lovely person, you know, because yeah, like yeah. that seems to be the the trend, right? Like if he, if he they sure seems like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, heard him on sure. some and interview they, recently, and he he sounds he seems like a really down to earth nice guy. He's a huge nerd too, yeah. which is nice. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what I saw him in where he played like this really skeevy, philandering um, uh, car salesman. Yeah, used car salesman. Was it car salesman, and it was Dark Winds. That is correct. It was Dark Winds. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he had that van that he would coerce girls yeah, the, into, and the, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. that he'd use for uh, both advertising and yeah. He was he was a real piece of work in that in that series uh, i always uh, think of him in that role that little brief role he had in uh the movie juno where he's like the you know oh, the convenience store convenience clerk store. And he's yes, like right. he's like that's one doodle that can't be undid home skillet, <laughs> <laughs> home skillet. Yes. So, i love yeah. the term home skillet no one uses that enough I know right. that one yeah. went way away. You know, my son and I were talking about that the other day that like, you know, generational slang and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And cool was the only word like that, that I could mm-hmm. think of that really has like the, Stood the test of time staying power that it has. Yeah, right? It's like, been I mean, here since what, there the are ones like, or you know, like you guys say rad and stuff like that, but like, those are mm-hmm. clearly generational, yeah. right? Like oh, yeah. millennials and Gen Z, they don't say rad, you know, yeah. um, groovy is another one. Like I say groovy and like people older groovy. than me say groovy. Groovy's yeah. great. Um, but like, you know, just cool is like the only, I don't know, it's the only slang word like that that I could think of. That the really only other just, one. So, so you'd give, I give, I'd give that one the award for longevity. Cause it's like late forties, early fifties that, that started happening. Right. And mm-hmm. we still say mm-hmm. cool, but dude, which kind of came into real vogue, late seventies, eighties has, has shown some real stirring staying power. Like that seems to yeah. go, that seems to cross generations. I hear Gen Z saying dude all the time. And I hear old farts like me mm-hmm. saying dude, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. That's kind of why I brought it well. up because I was like, hmm, I wonder, you know, I wonder if these guys can think of any more because that was the only one I could think of. So. Yeah, so now you can say yeah. "cool dude" and you get both for the same. Yeah. <laughs> Two for one. That's right. Well, um, yeah. well, before we get too deep into what you're bringing this week, I do want to play some follow-ups we got in previous weeks. Um, Amy's oh. heard these; she usually knows what's coming. Uh, here is I can't remember what any of these sags have been holding on to these so long, so I'm going to play this first one, and then we'll respond. A follow-up to Amy's segment. Hey, this is Michael from Evanston calling for TMS. Hey, Scott and Brian, I'm just listening to yesterday's episode today, uh, and uh, one of the callers called in to talk about Dungeon Crawler Carl, 
Yeah, I'm going to back that up because after hearing Amy talk about it, I listened to the audiobook and pure joy and was blown away. And I'm almost on the fourth book now. Uh, yeah, reading it might be fun, but the audiobook is phenomenal. I know most people don't have time to do audiobooks or can't focus like you always say, but the the character voices are just spectacular. And uh, yeah, I just want to back that up. Anyways, cheers, guys. That made me want to ask you if that, I don't remember talking about it at the time, but are the all the parts are done by different people? Is it one of those kind of audiobooks or is it one guy? No, but when you listen to it, you would swear they are mm. because the voice actor, his name is Jeff Hayes. Mm. He's amazing. Mm. Like he, you know, he does women characters and you would swear that there is a woman in the booth like mm-hmm. recording that voice it's you can if you listen real close you can hear some uh, you know some of his inflection coming through that's kind of the same that goes across but like man he's really good his characterization is really really good and you know i mean it's dungeon crawler carl is told in the first person from carl's perspective and so he reads it in carl's voice which is that Patrick Warburton, you know, <laughs> kind of thing, right, and right. which is hilarious and awesome. And then you know, there's other characters that are like these, you know, princessy, foppish, you know, bad British accent characters, and it's just, it's just great. And you would swear that there's a full cast in there, but not just him. Mm. And uh, yeah, and it's impressive because I've I've seen videos now of him doing reads like at conventions and stuff. Yeah. And he's not, you know, because sometimes I, I picture uh, people who do that, that kind of switching between characters, like maybe they they record some of one character and some of another. Nope. This guy is just talking to himself. Right. Like he's just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth seamlessly. And mm. it is. Impress! It's a master class in character. Voices, he looks. Man. He looks fourteen. I don't know why he looks. I so young. know. <laughs> I know. Right. I'm like, holy crap! This guy is really good. And um, that his uh his bio that you're showing there from Sound Booth Theater. Yeah. Sound Booth Theater has um episodes where they did the show. They did uh the book as like a full blown full cast, you know, sound effects kind of deal. And um, so those are available there if if people would just want more. But I loved, loved, loved the audiobooks. Yeah, it said there, it says here he co-founded or co-founded that, this site. Uh, Yep, hmm. Sound Booth Theater. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. He's a big deal and he looks 14. I don't get it. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, Let's also move on to this one here. Here's another one. Good morning, morning stream. Uh, it's me again, the Nicole Carl fan. Uh, I would just like to apologize to Amy. I did go back and listen <laughs> to that episode actually right after I'd left that last message and I should have let you know. I do try and catch up on all eight hours of the morning stream, uh, and, and then also film sack. I'll try and do a better job, Scott. I'll try and do a better <laughs> job, Brian. Don't give up on me. I'll continue to sort, support you through Patreon because I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for the show. <laughs> never. We'll never give up on you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, no matter what occurs. We'll, yeah. Right. We'll we give you a red you. on air light, but that's okay. That way, Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. We we give those out freely here. It's it's fine. Brian gets them. I get them. Sometimes our mm-hmm. guest gets them. That's what the red on air light is for. Mm-hmm. Right. Right there when yeah. we need it the most. Uh, all right. But now let's get to the business at hand. You brought a couple of clips with you, and I have no yes. idea what these are. So explain yourself. So. 
I have a I have a couple of books that I want to recommend. They're both rather short. I figured people, you know, it's the holiday season. These aren't holiday themed books, but I figured, you know, with it being the, the holiday season, maybe people don't have quite as much time to sit and read something lengthy. So I give you a couple of little, you know, little, little shorter reads there for okay. you. All right. Here's clip number one. The job was what I wanted too, helping people. Not the way I'd helped them before at the hospital, but still, I would be serving others. Plenty of helping to do. Checking out patrons' books, DVDs, and audiobooks. Answering their questions about overdue fees with patient grace. Policing the computers. Making sure the guy in the baseball hat who comes in on Fridays doesn't watch porn while he's pretending to job search. I sneak up behind Friday guy as we've come to call him, and lean right over his shoulder so my breath is hot on his neck. Hey, I say. He jumps and fumbles, tries to click screens to cover up the giant tits I just saw bouncing before my eyes. <laughs> then he looks up, red-faced. You know the rules, I say, drawing up to my full height. Yes, ma'am. I feel a deep tickle when he calls me ma'am and obeys me like a scolded dog. I'm watching you, I tell him. Yes, ma'am. After a long pause, I walk away. Every time, I think, he won't come back. But every Friday, he's there, eyeing those tits, waiting for me to catch him. I guess he likes the game of it. I like the game of it, too. It isn't like my hospital days, but... It's better than nothing. <laughs> All right. I need additional information on what this is. Yeah. <laughs> right? So many questions, right? Yeah. Um, so this is a book. Is Fabio actually, on the cover of this one? <laughs> <laughs> actually, no. The, the cover of this one is great. It's called How Can I Help You by Laura Sims. And the cover is just, it's black, but then it's got like that, the library card thing you know the, the, the thing on the first the little, page that yeah the little sleeve that they put the little yeah they put the little card there and it's on fire um <laughs> so yeah it's uh it's really good it's uh i mean it's like i say it's short it's kind of popcorny but it's good and it's uh, that whole feeling you have where you're like i have so many questions yeah that's this book yeah. uh you know so it's as you can hear, you know, it's told by uh, this woman who is working in a library, but then she drops little statements every once in a while about like, well, my days in the hospital or when I was a nurse, I blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I need, I want to help people, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, and you get, you get more and more curious about like, okay, why is she in a library? And why is she, why was she in a hospital? And why, and she has a different name now and why, you know, what's, hmm. what's going on there? What's happening? And, uh, and you slowly start to realize like, oh, she's completely an unreliable narrator. Hmm. And, uh, and right about that time we switch narrators to a new person who has come to the library named Patricia. And she is also an unreliable narrator, but for different reasons. Hmm. And, so they, these two women kind of get in this very interesting cat and mouse. They both are suspicious of each other kind of situation. And, uh, that yeah, sounds great. Good, sounds like good a, intrigue, a intrigue. Page, a real page turner right there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's, it doesn't have cool. that many pages. That. 
Yeah. yeah, it's about 250 pages. So like I say, nice, nice, uh, short read. And I, I edited a bunch of it out, not so much for content, although a little bit for content, but for time, um, just because she has a very slow cadence, you could kind of hear that. So I, yeah. I had to cut out some things because so, I wanted to get the Friday guy stuff in there because it's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, she kind of, it seems like she kind of gets her rocks off by, uh, quote unquote helping people mm. and uh you know hmm. so yeah. yeah that's what i'll say because i don't want to spoil anything because yeah. it's it's fun um, all right yeah well, if you, you want to get your rocks uh, wait don't get your rock i don't know what you want to do <laughs> <laughs> good luck with your rocks everybody it's all i'm saying uh awesome yeah. all right well here's book number two any setup here do you want me to just play it uh, yeah, you just, well, uh, I will say this is an excerpt from, the, the second book is a is a collection of short stories, and this is an excerpt from one of those stories. All right, here we go. I am, simply put, the most brilliant medical mind in human history. I know it sounds arrogant for me to say so, but there's a point where modesty has to give way to universally accepted facts. I invented the world's first and only universal anti-hypoxiant. If you're reading this, it's likely that you're a layman, unable to grasp what an antihypoxiant is. Simply put, it's a chemical that protects your body's cells from the harmful effects of oxygen starvation. You may be thinking that's not needed very often. Drowning, perhaps? Lung diseases, maybe? Well, you're wrong, of course. But it can't be helped. You're not a doctor. Or if you are, you're not one of my caliber. Hypoxia is what kills people. Whatever the cause of death may be, the actual reason they die is because oxygen stops getting to their cells, most notably to their brain. If your heart stops, blood stops moving around your body. Then your cells die because they aren't getting oxygen. If you get shot and bleed to death, you don't have enough blood to transport oxygen around. Do you see? It's all about oxygen. Oh, man. Uh, some mm, yeah. deep medical some stuff. Science. Yeah. Science fiction. Yes. So yeah. this <laughs> is by our uh, our our uh, good pal Andy Weir. I say good pal, like you know, because he wrote The Martian. Oh, Andy Weir. Oh, you know, yeah. I love that guy. Cool. I not only oh, love that guy, but plus in my book. I always like to remind yeah. people that he worked at Blizzard and wrote, or sorry, programmed. It was the chief programmer on Warcraft Three. Put that in your cheeks. Wow, that is cool. Yeah, he was a Blizzard guy before he left and wrote The Martian, and then his whole life changed. But anyway, just a fun I thing. I love, to bring up. I love facts like that. That's so cool to me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is actually this one is really cool. I found it, uh, because you know I'm on Audible all the time, and this one is available for free if you have an Audible subscription. Like it doesn't cost you a credit or anything like that. Um, and it's called The Egg and Other Stories, all by Andy Weir. And they're great. They're like each story is about, you know, between five, 10 minutes long. They've got some good, you know, good things in there. Like, you know, the Andy Weir detailed science fiction, like you just heard. There's also a, a couple of things in there where it's like a, a nice surprise twist at the end. Um, I, in particular, I recommend if, if you only want to consume one of these stories, my favorite of all of them was called Annie's Day. Mm. And uh, I, I will, it's read by a woman. So it's read from Annie's perspective. And um, 
Yeah, that's I, I'm not going to say anything else about it because <laughs> it's so fun to just go on the little ride with Annie on her day and be appalled at what's happening. That's that's what I will okay. say. Okay, so, fascinating. Uh, that's right. a, yeah. You've left me wanting more. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. And, you know, like I say, these are these are great. They're little little short stories by the mind of Andy Weir. You know, what could be better? What could go wrong? So, yeah, and, exactly. And it's free. You know, are, are they're they free. Very, are, yeah. Would so. you say they're very um, Andy Weir style is very like science over fiction, but it's still science fiction. Like he takes scientific fact and knowledge and stuff and uses it in ways that like the Martian is very much this, right? It's like, well, Mm -hmm. if we can get there, then what? And then you think of all the, all the hard science behind what, what you'd have to do to survive there, uh, to get home, to do all that stuff. Is it like that? Each of these short stories kind of covered in that sort of stuff. Cause that clip sounds like it. Some of them, yeah. I think, um, I mean, Annie's Day, not at all. It's not, it's not science fiction-y at all. It's just fiction. fun. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, like, the egg, the, the titular story is, it's more of a, it's more of kind of a spiritual kind of imagining than science fiction, okay. I would say. Um, the, the biggest one that's very science fiction-y is the, the one we just heard, uh, a clip of from anti-hypoxiant mm. um and uh that one is it's kind of funny right because you can hear in this guy's uh, the 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 delivery and everything like i am the best medical mind of our time right like yeah. oh you're a super villain okay great <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, yeah. um so yeah and yeah i mean it's they're like i say they're short little bite-sized stories that we get from Andy Weir it doesn't doesn't go as deep into the science because he doesn't have time because they're short because they're short stories yeah yeah mm-hmm. I yeah. like that though I like when an author makes mm-hmm. like uh or even just you know a compilation of authors doing like a theme I love that stuff mm-hmm. yeah you, you gave yeah. us something like that recently although they were separate books but it was a a collective of like short books all around what was that you you recommended it I downloaded them all I still haven't read them crap Oh, I don't Go back in time and listen, everybody. There was a whole string of these (laughs) books. I don't have my Kindle here. I'd look it up, but they were... Well, I gave you specific recommendations for how to get into reading Discworld. That might have been it. No, it was was something else. You did give us the the correct order in which to start, yeah. Yeah. Yes. You are the person I recommend for that, by the way, when people say, Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh, Where do you start? Like, ask Mm -hmm. ask this Well, because it's it's a very personalized thing, right? Like, Mm. there are some people where I'm like, oh... Yeah, you need to start with guards, guards, whereas, you know, somebody oh. looking for something for their teenage daughter, read Tiffany Aching, you know. Oh, like, interesting. Uh, I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, you know, I guess that would make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Something you find something that connects to that person that they could immediately uh, yeah. sync up with for that. Huh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah. But and by the way, with it being December, here's my annual recommendation of Hogfather. Everyone should Everyone should read and or consume it in some way. There was a there was a BBC miniseries that was made of Hogfather and it's fantastic. So if you do nothing else, like watch watch that because character the the Susan character is fantastic and the villain is really super creepy and uh, and it's it's really good. So yeah, my my annual uh, recommendation of Hogfather. Has come around so nice yeah i've been reading this last year 
I think. Yeah, I'm going to say it every year, I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody should read it. It's really good. It's All right. Fun. Well, only one more before Grand Theft Auto 6. Think of it that way. Next Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> one more hot Wow. One more hot. Yeah, that's how we measure it. Because we we refuse to do metric here, so we're starting to do some unique new ways of measuring things. And, yeah, uh, like how many bananas and how many, yeah. How, yeah, yeah. how, right. how many giraffes. How many Furioses. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, no, that's yeah. great. Uh, great selections this week or this month. I, I, I still feel like we see each other every week, but we don't. We just talk offline all the time. So mm-hmm. it's just, yes. it's like you're here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're one of our sisters. It's just the way it is. That's how it is now. Yeah. Well, I just got my through with it. <laughs> well, I just got through with a, uh, a you know, a round of real steps with your actual sisters. Oh, Scott. nice. So yeah, that was that was super fun. I'm going to be posting video from that later on because like they always do on the last day. We always do some kind of movement every every meeting. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for the last day, we've. It's kind of become a little bit of a tradition that our our movement for that meeting is that we get up and do a little dance party together on Zoom. And people are welcome to turn their cameras off if they're self-conscious or whatever, but we all just kind of get up and dance. And I, of course, get up and dance with a puppet. Of course you and, do. And uh, so and Chuck came in and I was completely just into it. And I'm, you know, I'm watching the 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 screen and I'm looking at what the puppet's doing and everything. And I'm just completely laser focused and chuck was surreptitiously recording me from the <laughs> from the doorway of my office <laughs> so <laughs> so wow. i'll be posting that later go look for that if you want to have a good laugh <laughs> your, your kids will be ever grateful they have this footage now that's awesome yes. right yes forever uh all right cool this has been lovely i can't wait to talk to you again it is uh, red fraggle three on youtube sometimes she's on there hucking clay you should watch that throwing pot. It's hugger. true. Yeah. It's true. I'm going to get back to that very, very soon. I was actually going to do one in the next couple of days, but I was building a puppet and I, I did the damn thing where I cut my finger with a persona oh. blade and it like, oh my gosh. The, it was like the back of my thumb to like right on the knuckle. And so, and, it, and if you don't know what a persona blade is, imagine a razor blade, but like on steroids. So it's like super duper sharp, wow. which that part of it is good, right? Because, you know, the sharper it is. You want it the, to be. Sure, of course. Yeah, if it's you're like going to cut yourself. When yeah. I pull out the fresh X-Acto blade out of the little plastic uh, slider box that I have, it's always like, okay, must be super careful because just brushing this against anything will cut it right up. I'd never heard mm-hmm. of a Persona blade. I didn't know what that either. was called. Yeah, Persona blades. I think they're um, like hairdressers use them for like doing razor cuts and things like that. But like, so that's, that's where you can get boxes of them, but puppet builders love them because they cut through foam and things like butter, you know, Mm. they just, but because of that, uh, they're really sharp. And so I cut myself. And so now I'm like, I can't throw clay now because I have this Mm. wound. Yeah. But you know, it's healing up nicely, so it's oh, good. good. So your so your pottery has a cool little um, band aid curad uh, imprint on <laughs> little, it. You know, it's unique. Texture. Yeah, little texture, it's, exactly. It's yeah. Some band aid gauze. Texture yeah, yeah. <laughs> little uh, exactly. little DNA for future generations to extract and make more of you. <laughs> there we go. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, have a There's fantastic. A little of me in every pot. That's right. <laughs> uh, have a fantastic uh, rest of your your Christmas uh, time. Okay. Thanks. See y'all too. Stay out of trouble. We'll see you soon. I can't find her thing to move her from the thing. There it is. (laughs) 
<laughs> Got her now. Um, oh, my the books. Somebody in there pinged me, DM'd me. I won't say who in case they don't want me to say it. But anyway, they asked, what was the name of the book I just finished? Uh, this book I read, uh, it's sort of horror, but it's more thriller. I don't know if I'd call it horror. Anyway, it's called Brother. Brother. Uh, by Ania Anhorn or Alnhorn. Alborn? Sorry. Ania Alborn is her name. Uh, I loved it. It was awesome. Real good. I'm going to read her nice. whole thing, but I got to read this uh, Carl Dungeon Crawler stuff first. So, Yeah. Yeah, been reading like a wild man lately. That's great. I need to get back to it. I just I just need to do it at a time when I'm not tired because pow, it'll just knock me out. That's the the whole reason I stay away from it at night is uh, mm-hmm. is reading just will put me to sleep if I'm not careful. Yeah, big same. Um, I have to. That's why I can't do uh, audio at all. At least with paper, mm-hmm. uh, with paper or and or Kindle, I can just you know I have to focus to get it right. You got to yeah. read and focus. Yeah. When I'm listening, I'm just like, what am I doing? Ooh, what can I do while I'm listening? Oh, look at that. Oh, I need to fix that uh, part of the wall that's got a thing on it. Yeah, it's really hard for me. So when I was out jogging all the time, that was easier. But even then, I'd Mm -hmm. still Mm -hmm. still drift. Um, All right, we're going to read a quick message we got from Joey. We've had this for a little bit. Uh, So sorry about the late read. Joey Image, famous wrestler who listens to our show. Hey, guys, quick message for TMS regarding the mystery pasta in New Jersey that you talked about on Tuesday the 7th. As you all <laughs> this know, is the, uh, just to get people caught up, this is the uh, mysterious mounds of spaghetti that were found in uh, in the forest. Correct. They found there was a cooked, ton of it out there. Spaghetti. I couldn't figure out where it came from. The police were baffled, exactly. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He says, I'm 100 percent Italian and from New Jersey and I've lived here all my life. The story was a big thing with the Italians in my neighborhood, which is most of the neighborhood, and everybody thought it was hilarious. Also, took quick trivia notes. Number one, the town this catastrophe happened in. Ha! He actually took the time to put it in parentheses. Catastrophe, yeah. Yeah, he put pasta plus catastrophe. Like, no, we get it, Joey, we get it. Yeah. Uh, happened in a, uh, in as Scott mentioned, Old Bridge, New Jersey. Trivia, Metallica used to live in Old Bridge, New Jersey. Oh. oh, is that where they formed? They must have formed there, right? Is there like high school kids then? Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, and then he says, number two, the mafia does not exist, winky face. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't believe you, Joey. <laughs> you want me? Joey Image is 100% Italian. I did not know that. Is your, is your, so your last name is probably not really Image. It's probably like DiMaggio and you just took off the D and the O. Right? I would love to know his real last name because, yeah, yeah, there's an image I think is just his wrestling name. Yeah. Um, let's see real i'm gonna go joey image real name let's see if we can get a a result oh look at this all right uh oh this is a drummer okay there's a punk drummer um let's see he was drummer for both the horror business and night of the living dead sessions in 1979 uh that's not him let's see wrestler (laughs) oh the misfits he played for the misfits Oh, okay. I'm uh, familiar with the Misfits. Is yeah. that why you named yourself that, Joey? Let's see. Retired wrestler admitting admitted to hospital. This isn't you. Yeah, Joey, you'll have to tell us. We don't know. We don't know. Oh, here it is. I may have just found it. Uh, nope. It's He's in the... Okay, so there's a pro wrestling wiki. His photo yeah. is in it. His name, Joey Image, is in it. Nothing else no, is there. No biography. 
No, no, no. I want to hear like your finishing move. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> uh, doesn't say. I want to know all these things, Joey. Fill us in. Yeah, tell us. Tell us. Tell us. We must know. That's going to yeah. do it for us. Thank you all. Maybe he doesn't listening. want us to know. That's fine. It's That's totally fine. fine. It's fine. You be as private as you want to be, Joey. Exactly. It's your image. You decide. Hey, ah. uh, that'll do it for this show with that bad pun there. Uh, we're also on Patreon, as you may have already heard us mention a few times, and we'd love it if you went over there and checked it out and signed up at patreon.com slash TMS. We can use all the people we can use uh, this time of the year. It's uh, you know an expensive month, and uh, boy, howdy, it'd be mm-hmm. nice to have some more patrons. Mm-hmm. So hop over there and help us out. That's patreon.com slash TMS. We're going to leave now, but we can't do it without a musical selection from the vast library of Brian Ibbett. Not without you. Not without your help. Mm. Uh, BioCow wrote in. Get into this one a little bit uh, earlier. Oh, Jay Funktastic says he knows Joey's real last name, but doesn't know if he should say it. Oh, so, yeah, I want to hear it. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, let's hear it from Joey. Because if All Joey right. doesn't want us to know his real last name, there's probably a reason that it's not anywhere. Easy yeah, it's probably it, Buttafuco, so. and we don't want that. We don't want Joey <laughs> Buttafuco. <laughs> Go go ask Aww. your uncle if you're not sure of the reference, everybody. Yeah, that was a while oh, ago. Yeah. Such a such a uh, <laughs> oh my god! Remember when scandals were just so quaint? Yeah, like it seems like oh she he cheated on his wife with this this young girl. Oh my gosh! Simpler times, it's like that's a yeah that's a blip yeah. compared to the kind of crap we see these days. Jeez. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. BioCow says, uh, hi, Brat and Skyen. In the 90s, Volkswagen had a great series of commercials, and one of them featured a song by Trio that had a super basic electronic Casio beat. I think I'm the only one who ever purchased it on CD, but I'd listen to it all the time. Hey, BioCow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here. Yep, look at it right there. there. Yeah. Yeah. That's because my cassette wore out. Oh. And I liked them. I liked them before they were in. Yeah, I just I found these guys. Yeah, Trio and Era was the name of the the uh, album, and they they'd play the video on the local public access music video channel, and it's these three dudes sitting there, um, very stoically playing uh, playing their instruments. German dudes uh, doing the song da da da. Anyway. Uh, fast forward to last week when I was in the car with my music on shuffle and I heard that familiar electronic beat, but it sounded slightly different. Little did I know that a band I liked had covered this classic song from my adulthood. Uh, this week is my birthday, the seventh. So a couple days from now, and I'm turning 50 minus one or two. So I was hoping you could play a cover of da, da, da by Elastica to help me feel young again. Thanks both for all you do signed BioCow. No, thank you for your freaking all your cool shit you God, make everybody all the time. Everything you do for us, yeah. And thank you, BioCow, because I had no idea until I put this, uh, found this song for you that Elastica covered Da Da Da. Indeed they did, and they recorded it um, uh, as part of the Radio 1 sessions, the BBC Radio 1 sessions. So they did this thing live. And, you know, like uh, anything you hear from Elastica, um, they're, they're freaking awesome. Uh, like on the... On the Britpop, like, you know, in the 90s, the UK had Britpop going on with Blur and Oasis and Suede and Pulp and all these sort of things. And, and Elastica was always on the harder edge while America was doing their grunge thing. Elastica felt like they actually could have straddled the line between Britpop and grunge, kind of the garbage uh, um, 
uh, side of things. Mm. Love Elastica. And uh, thank you for helping me find this thing because I had no idea it existed. Covering trios, da, da, da. I don't love you, you don't love me. Ich lieb dich nicht, du liebst mich nicht. Uh, here is Elastica. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't expecting that last bit. Wasn't expecting any German? Yeah, nope. heck yeah, man. That was listen, great. I, I listened to that album like crazy. That's awesome. All right, here it is then. Enjoy. What you do and what you don't. What you will and what you won't What you can and what you can't This is what you've got to know Maybe though it didn't show Ich lieb dich nicht, du lässt mich nicht Ich lieb dich nicht, du lässt mich nicht Ich lieb dich nicht, du lässt mich nicht Ich lieb dich nicht, du lässt mich nicht
Get more at frogpants.com. The loin. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.